Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Basketball Bros Podcast. I'm Callan. I'm Lincoln. Let's jump right into this week's episode. One thing I want to start off with is um, Steph Curry's injury. The uh, tailbone contusion he got in last, was it last night's game? I, I believe, believe so. Yeah, I believe it was last night's game. So what happened was he went up for a three-point shot and after the shot, uh, I think he either put, got pushed or he fell. But he fell backwards onto the bench by, like, the uh, metal flooring, you know? And uh-huh. he hit his tailbone on, like, the corner of that, and he was in pain, like... See, I know that hurts, because even whenever I fall on my butt on the concrete, I'm like, dude, I don't want to walk. Yeah. So I know that hurts. I wonder how long he's going to be out for. I've seen something say he's out for 10 weeks. I've seen, like, a couple days, a week, two weeks, something like that. So he's my starting point guard in my fantasy lineup, and... um. It's not looking too good if it is 10 weeks. I'm going to be mad if it is. Well, let's be honest here. If he misses any time for an injury, the Warriors are going to ruin their chances at, you know. Playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. Because they're in ninth seed right now, so they're close. They're right behind the Mavericks, which I'm not exactly excited for, you know, because I want the Mavericks to be clear in front. Yep. Yep. I want the Mavericks to make the playoffs for sure. I think they're going to make the playoffs for sure. Oh, did you see the blowout win they had against the Clippers? Yeah. 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 I was like, dude, why can't we have more of that? For real, especially last year in the uh, playoffs. Oh, yeah. I think it shows, though, that we're less afraid of playoff teams. Just like the Clippers? Yeah, because we kind of showed them. We were just like, we're not not afraid. This is the second time blowing them out. So I'm not really nervous about anything. Oh, speaking of Steph Curry, have you seen the thing with LeBron and Anthony Davis cracking jokes and then Steph Curry sitting at his bench looking over like, take me? He misses LeBron from the All-Star game. Yeah. And and then he was yelling at his teammates, and people were like, one game without LeBron, and he's already mad at his teammates. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the uh, Kyle Kuzma airball free throw? Oh, yeah. The Warriors bench went crazy. It was crazy. a flagrant free throw. Yeah, too. it was a flagrant free throw. And, and they're just like, that may be they the first time. They were just laughing at NBA. him. The announcer said, you get to choose who shoots that free throw. Yeah. So they chose yeah. you and you airballed. And they're like, that may be the first time in NBA history. So he got in the record books, just not for the thing you want to be in the record books for. Yep. So yep. That, that was pretty sad. How do you airball? Power stat. The Bucks have been uh, 9 of 10. Or, I mean, 9-1 and one in their last 10 games. I was going to say 9 of 10. That's not yeah. very good. Sorry. Uh, yeah, 9-1 nine, nine and one in their last 10 games. Giannis had some comments about it because the media told him, mm-hmm. you know, the interviews. And he was like, that's 90%. <laughs> <laughs> Giannis is always funny in interviews. Giannis is hilarious. Dude, Giannis is he's a freak athlete, which we already know. But he's also very relatable. He's, he's, also, a, t- he's, he's a comedy guy. He's someone that you could just go up to and crack jokes with and not even act like he's famous. Not only is he the Greek freak, he's the Greek geek. Yeah. (laughs) That's 90%. Yeah, he's hilarious. Funny guy on and off the court. Yeah. Have you seen the uh, P.J. Tucker trade? Yep. Yep, to the Bucks. Um, P.J. Tucker, the sneaker king for uh, D.J. Augustine, D.J. Wilson, and some picks. I'll tell you what, they're going to have to change his position. Because he was running a small ball lineup. So they'll probably put him at small forward or shooting guard because he is not tall. For it's like six seven, six yeah. eight or something. Wow, <laughs> I could see him at small forward with Giannis at power forward. I I can't remember what they. Well, I'm would they to... start PJ Tucker? No. Yeah, probably. If not. they put if Giannis is playing power forward, then no. Um, wait, if Giannis is playing small forward, do you think they will? They won't put him at power forward. 
P.J. Tucker? No. So you're saying P.J. Tucker won't start at all? He may. At what position? I would put him at, like, shooting guard or small forward. Okay. Because they have Chris Middleton at small forward. Yeah, yeah. But they could play Chris Middleton at shooting guard. Yeah, that would just be a... Well, actually, no, it wouldn't be that tall of a shooting guard. It would just be a semi over... Well, he plays shooting guard small forward. Yeah, and so, then Giannis plays small forward power or power forward small forward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying. What is Shaq on? What is Shaq on for that um show with Charles Barkley, Shaq, and ESPN? Kenny? No, Shaq and a fool. Uh, the uh, it's it has Shaq and a fool part of it. What show? It, it may be ESPN. No, it's e- not. Oh, you're talking about the channel they're on? Yeah, ESPN, I think. N- no. Yeah. Well, whatever it's called, where they're all. I funny. think it's ESPN. They they've had Dwayne Wade on there and stuff. Yeah. We're just kind of not thinking about it properly right now. Um, they showed the height comparisons mm-hmm. of power forwards, and they showed PJ Tucker. It was so sad. <laughs> How tall is he? He's way down there. He looked like a child to the other forwards. Wow. So that kind of shows you. There's some problems. TNT. TNT. That, yeah. TNT. You You didn't tell me. You didn't know it either. Oh, yeah. I just just knew it wasn't ESPN. ESPN has those guys that are kind of, like, not annoying, but, like, the Terrible analysts? Yeah, that one. (laughs) We're better analysts than them, and I don't even know what analysts means. Doesn't ESPN have, um, Skip Bayless? Yeah. And, uh, Stephen A. Smith? Yeah. Didn't Skip Bayless say Luka was going to be a draft bust? He constantly says LeBron is trash and LeBron doesn't deserve anything. And it's like, okay, this is okay. Let's see you get out there and do something. The ESPN people need to stop making predictions. Honestly. (laughs) They're only popular for... The wrong predictions. Yes. Hot takes. They're way off on their predictions. Yeah, Um, they're extremely off. They don't know what a prediction is. Nope. Then again, our predictions for uh, playoffs have been a little off. Spurs have been doing really well. Yeah. Uh, They've been outperforming my uh, predictions. I can't even remember what my predictions are right now. (laughs) So Just have a, I guess, a general thought of what they are and then go I'm. That's what I'm doing at least. But yeah, like I said, the Spurs, DeJounte Murray has been doing really good this season. Uh, This season... DeJounte Murray has been averaging 15.6 points per game, 5 assists, and 7 rebounds with 1.5 steals. So they're getting some good points and stuff out of their younger players. Yep. Have you seen Jordan Clarkson's stat line? He's averaging a career high 18 points per game off of the bench. Wow. Why not put him at point guard or something? Put him on the starting lineup with Donovan Mitchell. Mm, But their starting lineup is uh, Donovan Mitchell... Who's their point guard? Donovan Mitchell. Who's their shooting guard? Or wait, no, it's uh, is Mike? No, Mike, Mike Conley. Conley. Mike Conley. Yeah, Mike. Conley's Mike Conley, guess. Donovan Mitchell, uh, Joe Ingles. I think Bogdan, Bogdanovich, and Rudy Gobert. But like, you I could do Jordan Clarkson at small forward over Joe Ingles yeah. or Bogdan. Well, Bogdan is a good shooter. Joe Ingles is a good shooter. But Joe Ingles is kind of like, eh. What do you mean? He's just. I don't he's, he's a I think, good shooter. I think he's Jordan, a good spot up shooter. I think Jordan Clarkson should be starting over. Okay, is what my opinion is. Because if I were Jordan Clarkson right now, I'd be thinking, what teams would actually have me on their starting lineup? But at the same time, I'd be pretty happy that I'm on a playoff team and I'm kind of leading the bench. You know, is he a six man? If he's Jordan Clarkson, yeah, he should yeah, be. Yeah, he's a six, a six man. man. So he'll probably get six man of the year, right? 
Probably. I, I, I could don't see know. that. He'll probably compete for it at least. Yeah. Or maybe most improved player. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But like I said, Joe Ingles is a good shooter. He's like he's like Alex Caruso, but uh, not in stats, but uh, meme-wise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joe Ingles say, is what? Joe Ingles. He's the goat of the jazz. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, have you seen that Aaron Gordon would like to go, come to the Mavericks and the Mavericks have expressed interest in him? Really? Yeah. Because they say that Aaron Gordon is what Dwight Powell could have become mm-hmm. if he didn't get injured. Yeah. And let me just point this out. Dwight Howell has a weird-looking face. Dwight Howell? Dwight Powell. I heard you say Dwight Howell. He has a weird-looking face, yeah, though. Yeah, he does have a strange face. It's um, like that afro and everything. It just doesn't match. It's just weird. It's like an 80s look, but we're in 2021. I'd be happy to see Aaron Gordon come here because then we'd get more um, finishing around the rim and yeah. more uh, like close-up plays, you know? But you know what I hate to hear? What? He said... Aaron Gordon said he prefers to shoot threes and do post fades, but oh my, he's not. Yeah, he's very not talented at either one of those. I don't want to say stick to dunking, but stick to what is getting you somewhere. You know, stick to what's keeping you in the starting lineup. Well, Blake Griffin has said he's gonna start dunking more. Oh, thank goodness. Yep. See, that's one that I'm excited for because Blake Griffin. He's been a great dunker. He just moved away from it, which was really sad. But I think the reason he's moving back to dunking is because you have Kyrie, you have Harden, and you have Kevin Durant to shoot. Yep. So he's probably just like, they need finishers. So yep. I'll be a finisher, which is what I like to see. Mm-hmm. Blake Griffin back to his uh, old self, kind yeah. of. He's not going to be in his prime. But not in his, yeah, not in he, his prime. But. He, we'll see some dunks out of him, some good dunks, I think, in the yep. fast break. Have you seen where the Pistons scored on the Nets? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Blake Griffin was getting ready to celebrate, and then he realized he's not supposed to He's celebrate. not a Detroit Piston anymore? Yeah. He's I like, think oh. it was more of he was uh, frustrated that they scored. It was more of a frustrated, like, clap. Oh, dang it, they scored, you know? Maybe. There's, I think people have taken it the wrong way. But then again, I could be wrong, and maybe I'm taking it the wrong way, but it goes both ways. Yeah, because there's no real... Yeah, there's no real way to know unless yeah. you, like, either go up and ask him or become Blake Griffin. <laughs> and I don't think anyone's really going to ask him about it because that's a waste of an interview question. So, and Not really, I mean... Well, I mean, because we know how a lot of NBA players, they get asked one question that's pointless and they just leave and they don't really want to answer more, no, more questions. No, I just think it's Russ and, like, uh, maybe Chris Paul. LeBron. Yeah, LeBron. LeBron has... There was, there was one player... I forget who it was. It may have been Westbrook. He was like, if you ask one more stupid question, I'm leaving. It was Rush. It was yeah. Rush. He and said then, one more question, and I'm, or one more stupid question, and I'm done. And there was, there was one more stupid question. Yep, and he left. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you had one job. Just keep him there so he doesn't, like, just dip, you know? Mm-hmm. And you ask a stupid question. Oh. Joel Embiid. Oh, Injured. that injury. That was that was a possible tough MVP candidate. What they say it was? Um, it was like a knee injury, I believe. Right? I want to say knee injury. Was it a bruised knee? In my opinion, though, it could have been way worse than what it was. Cause I know it wasn't that. Yeah. It was it was an injury, but of course, and that's bad. But it wasn't as bad as it could have gone. Cause I watched him land, and I was like, oof, it could have been way worse. So I would say he's pretty lucky on that. It, yeah. I mean, it's not like he has a torn ACL or anything, and it he's going to be missing the rest of the season. 
It was a bruised knee. Yeah. He is forced to miss like the next week or so. So it could have been way worse. Yeah. Could have been way, way worse. So I think he got lucky because I watched that. You know, you land on one leg like that, and you're thinking possibly way just miss more than half the season, you know, miss a majority of the season. So I think he got pretty lucky. Joel Embiid is also in my fantasy lineup, so that's fun. Yeah. Steph is out. Joel Embiid is out. Uh, my fantasy lineup, Andre Drummond, is still out. Oh, Kyrie was injured, too. Oh, he has a groin injury. You know what's really funny to me? I feel like a lot of people don't realize that a lot of those, like, torn ACOs, you know, really come from, like, whenever they land or something, or, mm-hmm. like, they're just running down and yep. they barely step wrong. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people think it's from maybe... Uh, when they go up and then they get pushed really hard. I mean, of course, you'll take you can get injuries from that. Yep, but the yep. most come from landing yeah. and running long. Or That's running why wrong. landing is so important. Yeah. Like Derrick Rose, for example. Oh, my gosh. MVP player, strong player. But the amount of dunks he did, he He's needed to so work on his landing. He had so many like awkward one-legged landings yeah. that eventually they kept pushing and pushing on his leg and it just took out his leg one day and after he dunked he didn't take ended it. his career pretty he, much he could he could have taken the bulls to places you know bulls. well they he did take them far yeah. in the playoffs but then uh next season that acl was it acl is i think acl acl injury caused him to lose uh that mvp life i want derrick rose to get a ring it's one of those players that no matter what team you're a fan of you just want to see them succeed because of what they've been through and it, same thing with carmelo anthony oh, and damian yeah. lillard damian lord i feel so bad for him because he's he's loyal he's super loyal even though he knows he may never get a ring from that team yep because cj mccollum i'm pretty sure is thinking about leaving mm-hmm. so if they lose cj mccollum damian lord you well, know they could trade cj mccollum for another star or have that more cap space to sign another star oh yeah i feel like uh dame needs i know cj mccollum is strong but he he could get a stronger small forward or shooting guard and he'd be set yeah he need he needs a better superstar yep by his side because cj mccollum he's a talented player don't get me wrong he is very talented former all-star there are more talented players than him. Wasn't CJ an all-star? Yeah, he was an all-star. I thought so, yeah. But there are more talented players than CJ McCollum. And I think Damian Lillard needs to try and attempt to try and get them there. Maybe we see Paul George and Damian Lillard team up. Mm, I don't see that. That would be funny if that, that happened. Yeah, it would I mean, be hilarious. Because the amount of beef that they've had yeah. so many times. Like, every time Paul George joins a new team, which... Every time he's joined a new team, it's because he's gotten traded. Damian Lillard called him out about it. He was, like, always going to where the ring can be and stuff. Mm-hmm. He was, like, always ring chasing. Mm-hmm. And it got, I'm pretty sure it got really personal. But that was old news. They apologized to each other. But it is, like, <laughs> just imagine them as teammates. One misses a shot while the other was open. And they took that shot. <laughs> can you imagine the arguments and stuff? Mm-hmm. That'd be crazy. CJ McCollum has never made the All Star squad. I thought he. I thought he did too. Was he just high in All Star voting? Oh, he was a three point contest player. That's why we got confused. See, I thought he was an All Star. Yeah, that is that's one of the more confusing things because you'll see them 
at the All-Star break or the All-Star yeah. weekend, but they're yeah. not actually an All-Star, and it can start making you think whenever you think back on it. They yeah, that an they're an All-Star. Or yeah. they can be so, like, good that you think they're an All-Star. Yeah, like C.J. McCollum. Yeah. Thought he was an All-Star and didn't know he never got one. There's also been those talks, you know, of Kristaps being traded. Yep, yep. I wouldn't be surprised if the Mavericks tried doing a lot to improve the team because mm-hmm. we're not really where we expected to be. Yeah, I mean... So, we could be a lot higher. If... We, I think we could be six seed. Yeah, seed. yeah, for sure, for sure. Cause... But then again, the West is so stacked that it's hard to climb. But we've also built a team. A strong team. We found a balance between starting players and bench players. Yep. And I think that's what a lot of West teams, like, they're dominant, you know, in their starting lineup, and that's what carries them, but they don't have that bench. And I think we may have the edge over some of them on that. Uh, I don't 100% agree with that. Yeah, I mean... The Lakers have a really strong uh, starting yeah. lineup and bench, and uh, so the so do the Clippers, yeah. so do the Jazz. I'm just saying there's... So do the Suns. I'm just saying there's some. There are some, yeah. Yeah, that were... There are better. some. Like, like Timberwolves? Yeah, Timberwolves are always going to be trash, dude. <laughs> we don't even have to talk about them. Everyone oh, knows they're bad. I saw a meme. You know how Anthony Edwards, his nickname is Ant-Man? Mm-hmm. So, it was like... Anthony Edwards in the beginning of the season, it was Ant-Man as, like, a tiny person. Mm-hmm. And then him right now, and it's him just gigantic and stuff. Because <laughs> he had, like, that, what, 36-point yeah. game, which yep. was impressive. Which it came right after I said, don't post anything until <laughs> he actually does good. And then, yeah, and then know, he does good, post it. Maybe maybe we have, like, a jinx thing. Maybe Probably. we can make people good by talking about them. CJ sh- McCollum gets an, goes to All-Star next year. I saw a stat... Um, speaking of rookies, LaMelo Ball has had two 30-point games throughout his whole rookie season so far, while Lonzo Ball has never had a 30-point game. I think that settles it, then. Yeah, I think... We know who the best ball brother is. Yep. I mean, we've known, though, because yeah. LaMelo was so good, especially in high school. LaMelo was playing varsity at 8th grade. When they were in uh, Chino Hills, Lamelo was the best out of all three of them. And oh, he yeah. was he was like two years, three years younger or something. He did have a bit of an attitude. Yeah, which, but that got better. Yeah, he got less of an attitude. I was thinking though, if he kept that same attitude that he had, he would have troubles. Yep. Especially in today's NBA, where you can't really have that stuff, and they'll get rid of you for it. Mm-hmm. I I thought there was gonna be problems with that, but he cut it, and now he's third overall pick. He looks like he's having, like, all right, y'all passed on me. I'll make sure y'all regret it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think he's trying to prove that he's going to be on that all-time list mm. for best players. Speaking of LaMelo, he was asked if he was nervous to face LeBron for mm-hmm. the first time. He said he wasn't nervous at all. He said um, all he cares about is winning the game for the team, and he doesn't care who he's going against. He just wants to go out and get the W. That's exactly what you want to hear out of a player because you don't want to hear him say they're nervous to face the king or you know someone yeah. has a great nickname that's really good. You want to hear them say, "Yeah, I want to beat them." Yeah, you I'm not to... afraid of them. I want to go up one v one against them because that yep. shows you no matter how many times they get knocked down, they're gonna get back up and they're gonna say, "Come on, let's keep on going." Yeah, I think Lamelo has also done something to the Hornets. You know, like yeah. they'll be down by so much points. Yeah, and then he just he doesn't stop trying. Like that one where he took the ball from Joel Embiid, scored the three, and all of a sudden, it's like, okay, we're back in this. Let's yep, do this. Yep. And then versus the Sacramento Kings, they were down 15 points. Yep. And they came back and won. I was like, dude, yep. 
This man is giving the Hornets energy that they have not felt in a while. Yeah. This this may be the best Hornets team that Jordan has ever owned. Yep. Cause, well, I mean, I the mean, Hornets it, were terrible but I mean, when at he one bought point, them. Yeah, at one point they had uh, Kimba I mean, Walker. Yeah, Kimba Walker. It's looking like a pretty smart trade for them to get rid- where they traded away Kimball Walker for Terry Rozier. Mm-hmm. I think that's... And then also the acquiring of uh, Gordon Hayward was really nice for them. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was Gordon Hayward hater. I thought that it would be a bad pickup because, you know... Why? I was like, he's a bit older now, you know? Yeah, I just coming didn't off think, an injury. Yeah, I just didn't think he was going to provide that much, but it looks like I was wrong, so... Yep. Yeah. Very wrong. Because he's one of the star players right now. We need to make a new segment called Lincoln's Hot Takes because you have so many hot takes and they have been so wrong. I'm the next Stephen A. Smith except Stephen for... Stephen A. Smith? Yeah, except for I admit whenever I'm wrong instead of just trying to correct it or something. Okay. Mic drop. Well, not exactly true half the time, but I'll give you credit for the uh, times you do yeah. admit to being wrong. The uh, Wizards were up. Bradley Beal hit a dunk, and he started celebrating, right? Because it, uh-huh. it was the game was about to be over. It was like 50 seconds left. And all of a sudden, the Celtics knew every single play they were going to run. Because oh they had this go-to inbound play. The Celtics? For, no, uh, the Wizards. That the Wizards. gets it to Bradley Beal. Uh-huh. And you could see the staff look at Russell Westbrook and look at how the alignment was. Mm-hmm. And then just instantly yell at Jason Tatum and start motioning stuff. And then Jason Tatum started talking to Daniel Theus, and they would just lock down everything. Bradley Beal couldn't get around the screen, so he had to find a different way. He got to the corner. He was double-teamed, perfect double-team. Feet were connected. They had hands up. He couldn't pass anywhere. Russell Westbrook was wide open, but he couldn't pass. He had to shoot, miss. Wow. I was like, dude, that is some of the best basketball I've seen from a team because, you know, LeBron, he knows... He yeah. knows tons of plays. His basketball IQ is insane. But I've never seen the staff pointed out and then the whole entire team just be like, oh, we know what to do. LeBron so, will know the play before they yeah. run it. He's just like, hey, y'all ran the wrong play. And it's like, yeah. How do you know that? Like that time, uh, I forget who he was going against. I believe he was in Cleveland. So the other team had a play run, and uh, the guy LeBron was guarding was in the wrong position. And LeBron said, hey, you're supposed to be in that position for y'all's play. Yeah. If I were that player, I'd. I would either say thanks, LeBron, or... That's scary. Yeah, I would be like, should I even ask for the ball anymore? Speaking of uh, close games, um, the Knicks and the Nets. Oh, so yeah. the Knicks were like down by three or something close in the fourth quarter, and Julius Randle goes up for a three. Kyrie blocks it. While Julius Randle is still in the air, the ball like kind of goes yeah. up out of his hands and then falls back down into his and hands. And he grabbed it. Yeah, and he grabbed it, and uh, he hit the ground with the ball in his hands, and the refs called it a travel and they gave the Nets the ball. I feel like that was a wrong call. Yep. It should have it should have been counted as like not a rebound, but uh what's it called when you get blocked and I guess just getting a, the ball back. Yeah, it's just not really a rebound cuz it didn't hit rim yeah, or anything. Yeah. And I don't know if the Knicks had a timeout left, but if they did, after he got blocked and got the rebound or not the rebound, but got the ball back, mm-hmm. which by the way, whenever you're that whenever you're taller than Kyrie and then he manages to block you, that's Kind of crazy. but um, I think Kyrie just jumped early, and that's how he got the block. Oh, uh, just timed it, right? Yeah, timed it right, because he knew. I feel like the Knicks could have called a timeout, though, and the refs just did a horrible job. I don't think they had a timeout because it was so close. Normally mm. teams run out of timeouts by then. But still, that's a horrible job yep, by the refs. horrible call. Horrible call. 
Oh, you know what I found out? NBA players cannot do public, like, they can't make fun of the refs or call out the refs in public. They can't, they can't go on the social media and talk about it. Really? They get fined for it, yeah. Wow. That's why you don't really see players talk about it. Probably talk in private or yeah. on the uh, court. That is just so messed up. Yep. I think the refs should be either interviewed or fined as well for these calls. To me, I, I'm not going to lie, I feel like some of them have some other things going on to make sure the games go a certain way. Some bribery? Yeah, and maybe they have a favorite team. Maybe they're, you know, in yeah. a fantasy. I've never seen someone go that extreme for a fantasy team yeah. when they want to win. But you never know. They may be trying to win a quick $200. But <laughs> even though you get paid more than that to watch an NBA game from that level. So, yeah. Are you talking about the refs getting paid? Yeah. Oh, okay. You confused me. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Basketball Bros Podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and follow, and give us a good rating if you can. See you next week.